Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, an unofficial Tennessee Titans podcast, Thanksgiving edition. Joining me today, my co-host, my mom. What's up, Kaysen? How are you? I'm great. How about you? Oh, honey, I'm so good. I couldn't be any better, honestly. Today's just been a really crazy great day, and Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving, listener. And, you know, we're I'm just grateful. There's a lot to be grateful for. There's a lot to be thankful for, especially our record, where we are in the playoff picture in our mm-hmm. division. Uh, yes. Even though we are in second place, we're the fifth wild card, top wild card. That's, that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, among three wild card teams, we're thankful for the game on Sunday. We're yes. thankful for Derrick Henry. <laughs> we're thankful for Ryan Tannehill to not stay in the South Beach and come over here. Right. We're thankful for Coach Vrabel. And we're thank we're thankful, we're thankful for, for every single Titans player, every single person within the Titans organization. Yes, thank you so the much. The Titans family, we're so grateful for making this a heart stopping season. Yeah. Right. Do you have any thoughts on last week's game against uh, the Blackbirds up in the up northeast? In the, up in the north, yeah. I th- I think our, we played the pass well. We played the run okay. Not as great as we played against the Bears and the Bengals, in my opinion. But we did not play well against the run against the Colts, obviously, and on th- um, that Thursday night disaster. We played slightly better against the run against Baltimore, but they have not been running that great this year, so that's not really a huge accomplishment, but it's an improvement. And as I've said before, we played the pass good. Our offense, Tannehill looked a little more relaxed than he did the last few games. Well, that didn't come about to me until almost the fourth quarter. Yeah. It really was like, I mean, we looked okay, but it was still like, oh my gosh, are we going to pull this off? Yeah, after that long touchdown from Andrews, uh, I was just like, please, Mm just, just a miracle. I I don't, just squeak, just make it close, okay? I don't care, (laughs) just make it close. Yeah, they I think he he got his confidence back and then AJ Fire I'm going to call him AJ Fire. I like it. AJ Brown on fire. Then we had Derrick Henry on fire and it yeah. It was good. I'm happy to see that their confidence is back and I'm ready to see what they do this weekend. I think that the most underrated player that game was Corey Davis. Yeah, I would say he that's had a, right. He had a huge, he had huge plays when we needed it. Mm-hmm. He he kept going, and he was part of why we won in overtime against Baltimore. Actually, a lot of the guys on there were. Yep, and he's still coming off of the loss of his brother. You know, I I'm not sure when they had his memorial, but it had to have been soon soon after the Thursday game, and then yeah, shout out to Corey Davis. Yeah, what about that? Beautiful fake punt with quarterback Logan Woodside lined up as the man. What does it call it? The up man? He was lined up yeah, as the, the up man. man. The oh up my man. gosh. And then he hit Nick Westbrook-Akini with that pass for the first down. And what's awesome is that Ryan Tannehill did not know that that was going on. He was sitting on the bench and he was frustrated over the fact that we didn't get it in the third down. And then we went for it. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw Logan's number out there, I was like, oh, yeah, trick play, no doubt. I didn't even see it. Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised that the Ravens didn't even see it. One of them did. That's why he, they were able to get to number 15. It was great. It was great. 
heart-stopping. Truth be told, I cried at the end of the game. <laughs> I did. I was so happy. I expected us to win the whole day, the whole game through. I'm so glad you did. Actually, when AJ had that monster run, and then Tannehill took it in for the two-pointer, mm-hmm. and I, I had confidence. But when Baltimore uh, won the toss in overtime, I was like, uh, oh, I don't yeah, know. no, I thought it, I thought we were done. Yeah, it was just a crazy game and mm-hmm. a well-played game. A dirty game. There was, remember, at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't our players' fault. That was their coach's fault. Yeah, and so. it was just dirty the whole way through. There were a ton of injuries mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on purpose. We lost Brown for the season. We lost Tyson Brelo for the season. And after that big Mark Andrews touchdown, Lamar Jackson just bumping Malcolm Butler. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. That, I was like, bro, what the heck? So we have Thanksgiving tomorrow, and this weekend is your first year anniversary, one-year anniversary, I guess, of of the Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen podcast. Originally known as Hey Kids, This is Sports Talk with Kaysen. That's right. And I uh, couldn't be more proud. This has been an amazing experience for me to be a part of it with you, to watch you grow, to watch this podcast grow. And I'm super excited about it. And it happens to be the anniversary date officially is on the same day that the Titans are playing your least favorite team in the NFL. Who is that? The Colts of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, those Those, awful, awful, awful. Those pesky Colts. Awful. Awful, 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 (laughs) awful, awful Colts. (laughs) We can tell you don't like them. I'm guessing. That's no. just a guess. No. No, no you absolutely do not like them. And if you really want to hear more about how much Kaysen does not like Colts, just play two episodes back and you'll catch up. But yeah, I'm once again going in with cautious optimism just to see yeah. what's going to happen. After, after our last little um, incident with the Colts, I am nervous. I am very nervous. Well, we like being the underdog, don't we? Yep. We were the underdog last time. Yep. So our Titans trivia is part of our little recap from this past Sunday's game against the Ravens. And it comes to us from Mr. Jim Wyatt on TennesseeTitans.com. In his section that's called Six Things That Stood Out for the Titans in Sunday's Overtime Win Over the Ravens. I love his articles. He's awesome. You guys need to check out Mr. Jim Wyatt on TennesseeTitans.com. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. We interviewed him. Check that out if you haven't. Yes, we did. According to Pro Football Focus, A.J. Brown forced seven missed tackles versus the Ravens on Sunday, the most since Odell Beckham Jr. in Week 16 of the 2016 season. Yeah, no big deal. We're just over here breaking records. Yeah, that's what we do. That is what we do. And speaking of records being broken, Derrick Henry, number 22, the king, El Tractorcito, he ran for 133 yards and the game-winning touchdown run in overtime to propel the Titans. In the process, Henry went over the 1,000-yard mark for the third consecutive season, becoming the fourth player in franchise history to accomplish this feat, along with Earl Campbell, who played for the Oilers, Eddie George, and Chris Johnson. Incredible, right? Derek leads the NFL with 1,079 rushing yards through 11 weeks, and he's 10 yards ahead of Minnesota's Dalvin Cook with 1,069. You think he'll get a few more this week? Who? (laughs) Derek Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I really do, too. The Colts have an amazing uh, defense overall. They were the number one defense in the league. I think the Rams are now the number one defense in the league. Mm. 
I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, they're now number two, but it doesn't matter. They're, they're, de- yeah. they're defense. One, two. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're as in much, the top five. As much as I don't like Indianapolis, I have to tip my hat to their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to give them props. Yeah. So today was a pretty special day for us. That's because the Tennessee Titans released a super fan video that they did on me and you and our family. And that... It's I'm kind of speechless over the whole thing. Yeah. They came out here and filmed. Shout out to Mr. Bill Flanagan and Matt Unger, Nate Bain, and everyone else in the Tennessee Titans organization that helped make this possible. We just had a blast shooting it. They came out to the house, properly socially distanced. We had masks on except for the interview part, and it was all done pretty much outdoors. We sat on our patio and they filmed from inside the house outside. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What are your thoughts about that thing? I, I mean, I cried when I saw it. But not, I was just so proud of you. And it was really cool for me to be able to share my story on how I how I became a fan. It was awesome. Those those guys are, are really good at what they do. Oh my gosh, they're incredible storytellers. Yeah, they are. I had so much fun shooting it. It was a blast. And it's probably and it's something that I'll never forget. Ever. Oh, 100%. Well, we'll have that video forever, and it'll just be so beautiful to be able to look back at that and, and remember this time in, uh, in our lives. Yeah. It, it, and we love the Titans. Oh, my gosh. We're bananas for the Titans. Yes. And now, listener, it's time for Kaysen's Quick Picks. <laughs> Adam, like my own it. sound effects now. I know. Take it away. Now, let's start with Texans and Lions, one of the two Thanksgiving games. Um, I am going with the Lions on this one, 27-25. I think Houston falls to 3-8, and eight and, they're mis- and, the entire eight- and they become the laughingstock of the AFC South, besides the Jaguars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm very detailed. I guess. Yeah. With it. I like it. Cowboys in Washington. I am calling the Washington Football Club 30-28. to 28. I think it's um I think that Washington gets it done and they can and they control the NFC East. If you, um literally anyone in that entire division's in the race for the NFC East. Yeah. I don't know. I think Dallas might just come out and beat them because they just lost one of their uh staff members. He passed away today. Oh, he had wow. a medical emergency and oh. um passed away during the during practice. Wow. They don't know what it is, but I'm I'm going to guess it was sudden cardiac arrest. It just sounded like it to me. Aww. So, Oops. yeah. They may just get in there and pull it out over um over the Washington Football Club, but yeah, prayers up for prayers for the for Cowboys. Them. Yeah. For the entire Cowboys organization. Mhm. All right. Moving. And there was supposed to be a game tomorrow night, but that's gotten postponed. Ra- Ravens and Steelers? Yeah, because of COVID with the Ravens. Yeah, it, it, it it's all it's all just a big mess. Like when we had COVID, remember that? Mm-hmm. It was it was crazy. Yeah, Chargers and Bills, Bills easy. We want the Chargers to win, but I'm gonna be smart with my picks and go with the Bills, uh, twenty eight to twenty four. Panthers and Vikings, I'm going with the Vikings, thirty three to twenty three. Browns and Jaguars, please Jaguars, just please. We need you to win this. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I need the Browns to lose. Yeah. Why did you bet money on it? 
No. <laughs> it's because it, it matters for the playoff picture in case no, we know. lose. I know. In case we lose. Yeah. Yep. We definitely need the Jags to win. And you think they could do it? For the first time ever, I'm picking the Jaguars. I know, but do you think they could do it? Yeah. Okay. I believe that they can. All right. I'm calling the Jaguars with an overtime win, 28 to 25. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The Browns just shut down their facility, too, because of COVID. Yeah. Giants and Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals, 34 to 33. Cardinals and Pats. I am going with the Cards of Arizona, 36 to 20. Dolphins and Jets. And we're moving on. <laughs> Raiders and Falcons. I'm going. You're seriously not doing a pick over that. You're not even. We kidding. already know who's gonna win. Who's gonna win that one? We never know who's gonna win any football game, dude. Come on. Raiders and Falcons. Hilarious. I am going the Falcons, seventeen to ten. Ravens and Steelers. I am going with the Ravens. Okay. The Ravens. I've been rolling with the Steelers for the for the few weeks because they've been facing not great opponents. Yeah. I think that the Ravens get revenge on them. I would love to see, again, a 2020 miracle of somebody defeating the Steelers. They have to lose at one point. Mm, Yeah. They're not the 2007 Patriots. (laughs) What? You weren't even born yet. What's the significance of that? They went seven, they went 16, they went 18 and one, lost in the Super Bowl to the New York, the Giants. Oh my gosh. I love that you know that. And I'm so amazed and impressed with your knowledge. Continue. I'm yeah, I'm calling the Ravens 31-30. Saints and Broncos. I'm going to call the Saints. I think they keep rolling uh, with a 34 to 10 win. 49ers and Rams. I am going with the Rams uh 13 to 3. Chiefs and Bucks. That'll be a good game. I hate to admit. I am going with the Bucks 33 to 28. Bears and Packers. I am going with the with the Pack uh, 16 to nothing. Okay. That's a blowout. Yeah. All right. A shutout. Eagles and, and Seahawks. This game will uh, will probably put me to sleep like they usually do. <laughs> like these, like this Hold one. on a second. I have never seen you sleep through any football game. It'll, like ever in your whole life. The only time I wanted to stop watching a football game was in week nine. Uh, no, week eight. It was Sunday Night Football, Eagles and Cowboys. That game was just sad, very okay. sad. And I, I believe that the Eagles squeak one out, 29-28. Okay. And those are it for my picks. Nice. Did you know that there's NFL teams that no longer exist? Uh, no. I thought they'd all kind of been around about the same. Um, well... I know they've moved all over the country. You know, like different... Like St. Louis Rams moved to well, St. L.A. Louis. Yeah. So, what do you got? So the five defunct NFL franchises, the Akron Pros slash Indians, the Canton Bulldogs, the Cleveland Bulldogs slash Indians, the Hart, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, and the Providence Steamroller had previously won NFL championships, but the most recent franchise to become defunct was the Dallas Texans, which folded in 1952 after one season in the league. Now the Dallas Texans did come back and eventually became the Kansas City Chiefs, but that was a different team. Did you know all... Oh, no, you, I just existed. learned something new. Also, another quick fun fact, the Akron Pros won the first NFL championship. Wow. Very cool stuff. High five. Awesome. Now it's time for the sixth graders forecast with his keys to the game. All right. My first keys to the game, pressure Phillip Rivers. Throw him where he does not want to throw. Which now where? 
which is near us, okay, near yeah. the defender, mm-hmm. or out of bounds. Mm-hmm. At least force them to a field goal or, or punt. We need to get Rivers angry. Not too angry that he'll, that'll start dropping some dimes on us, but we need him to get angry. We need him to get frustrated. We need we need to see him uh, get really mad on the sidelines. <laughs> so I'll, Not only just so I can make good memes out of it, it's just because that would well, be cool. Yeah, and Buck Rising from A to Z Sports Nashville, he's living for Philip Rivers to give him one of those classic meme faces so that he can use it in future tweets and posts on Facebook. So shout out to Buck Rising. Yes, hopefully he listens. That would be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Buck, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on as a guest. Just throwing that out there into the universe because maybe he's listening. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, we need to get Philip frustrated and uh, make him throw where he doesn't want to throw. So that he cries a river. (laughs) Next thing is do good on the air assault. We already know that we can move on the ground, but us against the air was okay. We did have a touchdown to Deontay Foreman against Mm -hmm. the Colts, but everything after that just fell apart. We didn't do the pass well. We, We need to do it better now. We need to find our receivers need to find a way to run routes to confuse the Colts defenders so that they can get yardage and maybe get a touchdown and get the first down, obviously. And oh, we just got to keep converting. Yes, keep converting. Oh keep, my gosh. keep moving the sticks. Yes, keep moving the sticks so that offense stays on the field. And it was promising in practice today. We didn't talk about this earlier, but Brett Kern was out back out on the field. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. And then Trevor Daniel has been, he was released, but he's been signed back to the practice squad. Okay, okay. And then also Adam Humphreys was in full participation today. Yes. Thankfully. Yes. He has been needed. Yeah. Big time. So it'll be interesting to see who all. Oh, and Kenny Vaccaro was back on the practice field today. Still no sign of a Dory Jackson. Mm. It'll be interesting. It's a day-by-day thing. We hope that the players get good rest tomorrow and eat lots of amazing Thanksgiving food, that they're able to spend it with their families and loved ones. One more key is special teams. Oh, big time. Our special teams was horrible against the Colts in the second half. We had that shanked punt, Mm -hmm. then that blocked punt, and then that missed field goal by Goskowski. Everything was just, ugh. It was just. But he looked really good this past game against the Ravens. He did. He actually did. And he kicked, he actually successfully put it through the uprights within 50 yards. Yeah. Because usually he's been terrible within yeah. 50. But yeah, our, t- our special teams needs to step up and block for the punter, block for Brett if he's playing. Mm-hmm. And Goskowski just hit it through the uprights. Just, yep. just kick on, man. As I yelled during the game, go three, go three. Yeah. So moving on to our next quick segment here. Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report. My favorite. My favorite thing of the week. Yep. It came out today. Kason, you guessed it. Um, I, I and you told, guessed it last week before it came yeah, out. Yeah, kind I, of everyone it. already expected it. Uh, I, well, I think that's good luck, though. You know that we're going to do well. So we are wearing all, all white with navy socks. Yeah, that is going to be a cool look. We only wear all white when it's indoors. All right. Well, according to Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter, one of our favorite accounts to follow. Shout out Titans Uni Tracker. They set our record for the all white uniforms we wore at once in the 2019 season. That we was against and, Atlanta, and we were one and zero. And this year we've worn it once already. And we're 1-0 and yep. against Minnesota. That's right. And, and we, so it's good luck. And we always wear it in indoor stadiums. Yes, because according to Jim Wyatt, when he was on the show, he said that it's because of the laundry, quite honestly. 
that they don't want to wear the white uniforms on a regular grass field because they're really hard to launder. And as a mom who does your laundry, bro, I'm just saying. But I didn't really understand that because, like, a ton of teams were all white on just plain grass. Yeah, well, they're not the Titans. Yeah. All right, Kaysen, that brings us to this point in the show where we will share our predictions for the game. So, what's it going to be? Titans 34, Colts 31. Yes, another heart stopper. Another nail-biter, bring it to the last minute. Do you think it's going to go into overtime? No, but I'm going to start picking it to be close. Obviously, I'm going to well, pick, yeah, cause pick the Titans. Because all are close. We're facing, we have, a, we have a tough remaining schedule. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that right now because I don't want to get started. I'm just looking at this next game because, honestly, the Titans are not looking at the rest of the schedule. They're just looking at this yeah. next game. So I'm, that's how we need to look at it. I'm going to be shocked if we blow them out. That would be sweet. Yeah. I'll be shocked. Well, we've heard some good news that there are some players that are not going to be playing on Sunday. Who's out with the Colts? We don't have an official injury report yet. Um, but DeForest Buckner has been placed on the COVID list for the Colts. He's been really good. He recovered the fumble in overtime against Green Bay where I was just like, ugh, you disappointed me, Green Bay. Uh, Yeah, he's, he's a really good player. He gave us a bad time on Thursday night last time we faced these guys. Mm-hmm. I think he sacked Tannehill. Probably. Yeah. Rivers did not practice today. I know. He hurt his toe. Yeah. He was going into the locker room against Green Bay. He was out for the final few snaps in overtime, but they just ran the ball. Then they just relied on their kicker. And their offensive line, who's one of the best in the league, Quentin Nelson, did not practice today. And that's the injury report as far as I know. (laughs) That's a good job. And what's your prediction, Mom? 27-21. That's a reasonable score. That's reasonable. (laughs) I love how you always give me the approval for that. So I guess that's good. Yeah, that's good. So, Kaysen, since it is Thanksgiving, I wanted to ask you what you were thankful for right now in your life. Just one thing in in light of everything that's happened with this year in 2020. What I'm thankful for is that I'm, I'm here with you. I'm still standing with you. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> So sweet. That is, I I had no idea what you were going to say, and you just blew my mind right there. Thank you, honey. I love you. I love you, too. Your one-year anniversary podcast, is there something that you, well, we won't talk about that. We'll do a maybe a quick little podcast this weekend and like a bonus episode. Will that be good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's the, that's it. That's what we got for today. Listener, if you like this show, please rate review, subscribe, the things you hear about doing for all of the other shows, we would greatly appreciate it. And share with your friends. And again, we want to say a big special shout out to Mr. Jim Wyatt, who is always so kind, sharing your podcast, Kaysen, on his Periscope that he does before every Titans game on the sidelines or actually up in the stands during COVID. But yeah, thank you. Special shout out to Bill Flanagan, Matt Unger, Nate Bain, and the Tennessee Titans, everybody within the Titans family. We love you. We're grateful. We're thankful for you, listener, and happy Thanksgiving wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Well, this is Kaysen and Carrie signing off, but don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough and beat Indy. (laughs) 